Are you jonesing for a little more? We are thrilled to announce our bonus after-show podcast featuring deeper dives, salacious stories, additional reviews, and extra trips on the merry-go-round, including your chance to compete against the queens. This is an exclusive, Patreon-only, bonus after-show podcast. So the only way to get the extra content is by joining our royal court on patreon.com slash review that review. For as little as $5 a month, you will get access to full video recordings of every single episode, exclusive merch opportunities, bloopers and fumbles, and a monthly Zoom with the queens. Plus, our new bonus after-show podcast. Check it out now at patreon.com slash review that review. Everybody's got an opinion. Every Californian and Virginian. It's so hard to tell who to trust and who to ignore. Someone's gotta settle the score. Trey and Chelsea will help you choose. Well, hello there. Welcome to Review That Review. We are the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert. Only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes, try, let's be honest, suspicious online reviews. I'm being honest, and that voice (laughs) is Chelsea Dawn. And that voice is Trey Gerald. And together, we form the honest... The Review Queens. As honest as we can be, you know? I never remember. I can't set it up thinking that she's going (laughs) to not say exactly the same thing that was recorded months ago. Um, Anyway, hey, Queen. Wait, all right. So what's going on? We are 22 minutes late (laughs) because Chelsea has tech issues. Oh, my God, you guys. I just want to give a live review right now. So my, like, setup is not as, like, bougie and cute as Trey's. For those of us who have watched the videos, like, you just see the back of my room. And I thought I should get a green screen. So as a review (laughs) queen, I did a lot of research. And I found one that, you know, purported. Is that the right word? Purported itself to be quite easy. The advertising was really good. There was a girl on a skateboard who was holding the green screen, like, with the handle on her back and she was just like skateboarding through Venice and landed at some like chic loft and like boom 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 and she set up the whole green screen and it just made it look very sexy and cool and I was like she can do this I can do this and I took everything out like I had so much time I was actually running early for once, which as we know, Trey, I roll doesn't happen all the time. But I was like running early. I was so proud of myself for being ahead. And I could not get this thing together on my own. I watched like six different YouTube videos to try and figure it out. Old men, young men. But I had to get my roommate. And Sunday is like very important to my roommate slash landlord who may or may not listen to this at some point in time. But anyway, He's been like watching a football game and I had a knock on his door Mm. to get this green screen together because there was no way as one human person, like unless I guess you're like master skateboard girl, can you do this on your own? Like there was just it was not possible to do on your own. And even said in one of the instruction things that I finally saw, like for the unrolling of the green screen, you might need two people. No, no, no. (gasps) There's no might. You definitely need two people. So I had interrupt him. He was like, "Um, can this wait? I was like, no, this cannot wait. I. I'm recording a podcast. This has to happen right now. I'm sorry. And so he had to get out of bed, pause the game, come over here just to help me get this Fakakta thing set up. And like, it's not even, guys, it's not even that good. Like, I got a part of the background, the purple, which I love. I did it to match my nail polish color. But like, the oh, purple yeah. in the background is giving me a purple glow on the side of my face. I don't know. If anyone has any green screen tips, let me know. I guess we'll just call this my lodging of a complaint because, God, taking up a lot of time talking about it. So this is going to be my complaint. Lodge a complaint. Is it me? Is there a good green screen out there that I'm just not finding, you guys? I was trying to find something that was portable and easy, and and I guess I just don't know how to put these things together. But maybe it'll get better as I, like, keep doing it. Whew. Okay. 
so many thoughts. First of all, so I was many. like, why didn't you just call me? But I'm recognizing <laughs> you needed four hands. I needed for like the... another human on the ground. Right. Yeah. I'm also, it's hilarious to me that you're like, roommate, help me. I need this visual thing for my podcast, which is just <laughs> really funny. And then also I am noticing because your beautiful black headphones yeah. have purple from your virtual background in, in the center of them yeah. because on the ear cans, you have like a reflective silver that's picking up the green, which is why part of the can. Oh my God, wearing. I love you. So, so if I got headphones right that there. didn't have the silver, then it would be not such a situation. I'm imagining, but it's actually kind of funny. <laughs> okay. But it is spilling over into like your um, face. I don't know why. I know. And like my shirt. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Jeez, you know, peas. it's a learning process. We are all learning every day. It's true. We are learning every single day. And um, and now post this experience, yeah. you have more knowledge about what it takes to unravel green screen. It was not as easy as skateboard girl made it seem like it was going to be. So lodging a complaint against skateboard girl. Yes. All right, Trey. <laughs> Do you have a complaint you want to lodge this week? Lodge a complaint. You know, I, I have had this on the list for a long time, but sure. I sort of pushed it off for a while because I haven't really encountered it that often of late, but I'm, I was at a wedding over the weekend yeah. and um, they had a setup in the bathroom, which makes me think that if it was normal times, they would have employed a bathroom attendant. But today I'm lodging a complaint against bathroom attendants. Oh, okay. I, I hate them. <laughs> In college, I went to college in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So okay. a lot of the bars and clubs we would go to were like touristy. And sure. so they would always have bathroom attendants. And it's so obnoxious because you'll be like in the energy and experience of like kind of tipsy and like you're ready to like, you've just broken the seal, which is annoying. And so you want to get back out there and like you want to check yourself in the mirror. But there's an attendant who's like in all black and a vest and they like, like, I don't want to be bothered right. and I don't want to make eye contact with you because if I make eye contact with you, then I feel like I have to engage with you. And then I have to like acknowledge the fact right. that this is like your career and that like I should patronize <laughs> you and give you a tip. And but like uh. I would rather just do like my own towels or like do right. the hand dryer. I don't want to make eye contact with you because then you're going to start pulling the towels and handing them to me. And then I feel like I have to tip you because I've taken the towel from you and I can't just right. walk out pre COVID times without washing my hands because that's gross. And you're going to judge me. Yeah. But like out of an energy to like not have to engage with the person <laughs> I get standing it. there. Yes. So I just really don't like bathroom attendants. It's like a time for solace. I, maybe this is like a um, gendered conversation, but sure. generally I think that men are less chatty in a bathroom than perhaps women are. I don't know. I've never been a woman in a bathroom, but mm -hmm. I know that there is a social norm with women where it's like, let's go to the bathroom together and you can like check your makeup and like engage and whatever. But men don't really do that. You don't look left and right at a urinal. You don't like chat and talk and <laughs> you're like, in, you're out. Right. It's an, it's like a transactional experience. And sure. so when you throw someone in the mix that is there to facilitate a conversation and, and helping that's right. annoying. Although, and they had this at the um, wedding, but I do like when there's mouthwash, like I like when they offer you mouthwash or <laughs> yeah. a mint, but then I still feel like, Oh, do I have to pay? I have to tip you a dollar because you gave me this one Altoid out of this 10 of like, I know that a 10 of Altoids is going to be $3. So like, I'm going to give you $1 for this one Altoid. That seems out outrageous. Right, that's in right, like, right. that's inflation to the worst degree. <laughs> anyway, Depends on I how bad you need the Altoid. You know, and like I'm someone that always wants to have like some sort of good breath situation going on. Yeah. I'm very aware of breath, but so it's God. too tempting for you to not to say no to the Altoid. Therefore, you feel indebted to this person. It's come up a lot in this podcast. Um, your feelings about meter maids, and yes. I do think that I I do feel <laughs> equally parallel about... to bathroom attendants. Okay, okay. because. Because they just occur as a nuisance. The service is lovely, but yeah. it's like, I don't want to feel pressured to have to engage in a situation to tip. Like totally. I, I go into that agreement when I go to a restaurant, cause I know I'm going to be tipping a server. Sure, Not every bathroom has that agreement right. and you don't know that you're entering the agreement until you're inside of it. Right. And that feels very wrong. So when you arrive at the restaurant, they should give you a contract and say, do you agree? To yeah, use the or bathroom. go use the there's outhouse. Some, there's someone in there. And if you don't figure something else out. 
I really, any listeners that agree with me, please share. I, I agree with you. Okay, good. I agree with you. I think that's an interesting point that you brought up because I befriended a few of these bathroom attendants in my mm-hmm. day. You know, get a conversation going. I, I could talk to most people. So I respect the hustle. Um, Have you ever in your life, I, I think it's only happened once, maybe yeah. twice. I definitely can think of one situation. Have you ever gone in an elevator that had an elevator attendant? Yes, at the Carlisle Hotel in New York, they were still having um, attendants in the elevators. I think the only time in my life I've ever had a ba- uh, elevator attendant was in like a very old like co-op building on the east side. It was someone's wow. like book signing event. And yes, there was a bathroom with like the gate and yeah. there was like, a little stool that popped out of the wall that they would sit on. And it's like, I, I, I like... I can push the button like right, like right. that's a you know wow it's so interesting I know anyway that's my complaint I'm done complaint lodge Trey let it be <sighs> well okay should we do it yeah we should do this do you want to go hand to hand that's my new favorite thing I mean I hate confrontation but I do love reviews so in that regard I would love for us to give this topic a full assessment from the one to the five and back again. That's that's a great segue. I think that it's time for us to assess that kvetch. And today is another versus episode, queens. We are going to cover both a one star and a five star review on the same topic, which today will be psychic astrology. Ooh. I don't know why it feels like that was like an ooh spooky moment, but it just ooh. does because it's like uh, I don't know. All right, that's right. For this versus episode, Trey selected the one star and I selected the five star. So to determine who reads first, we got to flip that quarter, Trey. Trey's got a shiny and nice quarter over there. I like that. Couldn't have that in front of the green screen because it would definitely reflect. Yeah, I'm going to guess. I think you guessed last time. All right, you're going to guess. Okay. Go. Tails. (laughs) It landed as it fell. So what was it? Do I have to flip it or do I just pick it up as it is? I think pick it up as it lies. That's how it wanted to fall. Was it heads? Was it tails? I, I don't know where it? it went. Oh, we have now we're now we're going on a finding the quarter adventure. So fun. Uh, I literally don't literally don't know where it went. All right. Let me I, I feel like I should be probably doing it here anyway. Do I have a quarter? I don't I just emptied all my change. This is hilarious. Okay, I literally cannot find the quarter. Are you kidding? Okay, do you want me to go get a quarter? Oh, I found it. Okay, was it heads or was it tails? This is so suspenseful. It's tails. (gasps) Isn't that what you said? It is what I said. So you get to go first. So Trey has the one-star review today. Before we get started, I just want to do a quick little plug. Um, Goldie now has a TikTok and on brand for today's episode, it's at the psychic dog yeah it was available and she got it and she's psychic you guys and if you're in patreon just saying i'm going to be giving away a psychic reading from goldie and i'll be honest they're really good anyway back to the show so trey you have our one star review today tell us a little bit about what we're reviewing okay so today chelsea and i are both covering one star and five star reviews for a business called astrology by Austin. This is in Los Angeles. And Austin is an astrologer, a tarot reader, and a numerologist. Love that. All right. So we have reviews from Yelp. And I'm going to go first. So here we go. Review that review. Okay. So I have the one-star review from Yelp for Astrology by Austin. And my review was written by Lorraine A. All right, Lorraine A, let's hear it. Okay. I had a numerology reading with Austin this afternoon over the phone. While I very rarely post reviews, I feel compelled to do so in this instance. I immediately felt that Austin was unprepared for my reading. And with the exception of one thing, he was off about 99% of it. The one correct thing he said was that my ex-husband is a resentful narcissist, which wasn't a big leap considering I told him that I was an empath and divorced from him. 
Other than that, my $90 reading consisted of him telling me to wear the color yellow, parentheses, which I will never do because I hate that color. Think of three things in the morning, such as who my favorite person is in the world, my favorite color, and my favorite song, and to place scrap metal coins on the four corners of my bedroom in an attempt to secure better feng shui. Oh, and to walk 10 minutes every morning? I was also told that I have a strong desire to be a leader, which I do not. In fact, I hate leadership roles. I could instantly tell that he didn't do his homework because he couldn't tell me one valid thing about my personality or even speculate about my future, which was told in generalities at best. He did say that 2020 was a very bad year for me, parentheses, which given COVID and the racial unrest in this country is not really insightful, and that 2021 would be better. He also miscalculated the age I was when I got married, as well as the age of my daughter, who he thought was still a minor when she's in her mid-20s. For those who have had good experiences with Austin, I am baffled because mine was a complete waste of money and time. I got absolutely nothing out of it at all. Zero. Now, Lorraine also attaches a photo of a text correspondence with Austin. Oh, Oh, interesting. Okay. That I think I uh, I should read before we do the the assessment. Yes, please. So, and the screenshot did not blur out Austin's first and last name, nor their phone number, which maybe you (gasps) would get on Yelp. On anyway, yeah, good point, good point. Okay, Um, so... On the right side in green, the Lorraine has an Android. It right. says, why do I have to call you? You're either going to refund my money or you are not. Austin says, not without a phone call. So if you don't want to talk, it is what it is. Lorraine says, why can't you just tell me via text? Austin says, enjoy your day. Okay. Mm. And that, that's All right. And that's it. Lorraine. Yeah. All right, Lorraine. Hmm, so much here. One question that came to mind as yeah. we were going through this is, do we think that there's homework to be done for a psychic? I was wondering about that. What is like literally because this was an, a numerology reading. Right. Oh. But like literally my thought about homework for any sort of psych mystical thing is cheating. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like what do you like they should have Googled you or but I now that I'm remembering that it's a numerology reading, maybe because with numerology, maybe the um, Lorraine gave her birthday, you know, early on so that they could make the chart. Correct. Is that true, though? Because I've never done numerology. Is that something you would give up front? I think so, if you're talking about the numbers. Because Lorraine says they were unprepared, which would make me think that there was some preparation expected. Right. So I think maybe with a numerology reading, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that it's based on your the individual numbers that are most significant in your life, you know, like your birthday, et cetera. Mm. So there's just all these numbers, I guess, that, that are supposed to tell a story about your life. So maybe that's where Lorraine was coming from. I don't know. I'm I'm getting like weird vibes from Lorraine. <laughs> Who is a self-proclaimed empath. Who's a self-proclaimed empath, but has a little bit of like a narcissistic vibe that she's omitting for some reason. I like I was trying to figure out a pinpoint exactly what it was, but what was the scrap metal corners of the bed or bedroom? What yeah. was that? Well, that's in order to secure better feng shui. Okay. Think of three things in the morning, such as who your favorite person in the world is, your favorite color, and your favorite song. And also to place scrap metal coins on the four corners of your bedroom in an attempt to secure better feng shui. I've never heard of that. Scrap metal coins? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Me either. It almost felt like Austin was trying to make Lorraine sunnier, you know? 
Yes. Like he was like, you should wear yellow. And yes. Like you should start your day thinking of your favorite things. Yes, exactly. And like you should rearrange things in your room so that they're bringing all like the positive energy into your life. But I, I think Austin, what, if I'm reading the reading based on what I'm getting back from Lorraine, I think Austin was trying to give Lorraine some sort of levity, levity. in her life yes. and shine. And if you notice, everything that Lorraine says in the review really demonstrates how she's not that person because it was like, wear yellow. Now, like, listen, if a psychic told me to wear yellow, might it be BS? Very well might be BS. But am I going to maybe try to wear yellow just to see if like maybe if I wear yellow, I'll have a good day. Like I would try it. Like I've tried a lot crazier things than just wearing a yellow top to see if my life is going to be better. So I think I certainly would try it. And I, I just felt like throughout the review, it was like Austin would give her a suggestion or th like lob something over to Lorraine and Lorraine would be like, eh, no, eh, no. Like you should know me better to know that like I wouldn't want to even hear that. Well, that is my question about intentionality, because what is the intention of receiving a numerology reading? Because it sounds to me that Lorraine's review is very much based in an experience that they did not catch Lorraine's authenticity. But what we are catching is mm -hmm. that all of the stuff Austin's presenting are things that maybe aren't in a line with the authenticity or they're not what's being presented. It is right. very much what you're saying. Like if the intention of this numerology is to find my peace, right. it sounds like these are some tangible actions to take for change or difference, transformation experiences. Which is interesting because the whole color of color of this review is that yeah. Austin was a fraud. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's also interesting because I know this is going to sound like a cop out. And I, you know, my I'm a little bit psychic, not like fully, but like, you know, I, I have definitely a, a heavy intuition. And I think something that I've heard from a lot of psychics that I believe to be true, and I know this even when I'm interacting with people, is there are some people that just cannot be read. Psychics really? will say, yeah, I know that this is something that sort of happened to you, but this is something that can happen with psychics where if you're because it's not exactly crystal clear everything that's coming through. Right. So you have to work with the person and it's up to you whether you want to internalize what the person is telling you or not. But you're there to receive this information. And if you're just a block, if every single thing that I'm going to say to you, you're coming at me going, that's not true. It's not like that. But sometimes it really is. And I know it sounds like a cop out, but sometimes it really is upon reflection that you're like, oh, like, for example, I had a friend that went to a psychic and the psychic told her, like, you're going to make a lot of money doing something with brushes. She's like, it's brushes, brushes, brushes. And for years, like Amber, like, chewed on that and she was like brushes like I'm not a painter like what's gonna be with brushes and then she became a makeup artist oh and she God. uses brushes all the time you know what I mean so I just think there has to be a level of willingness to be open about the advice and about the information that's that's being given to you and if you're just a total like no person like nope not right mm, he got the age wrong like if you're that kind of a person you just shouldn't go to a psychic because you're I, not open. I think that is right. There is a sense of closed offness. Impress yeah. me. Yeah. I, I would counter. Well, I, I think that I want to share my story as yeah. a Patreon exclusive. Okay. Yes. Because um, I had something very traumatizing happen to me in this whole world. And it was. Um, and there are nefarious people out there. Like, I I'm definitely don't want to negate that because. Well, I also are. like also like just to talk around it. Like, I can also see where I was responsible. I think there I did have a sense of arms closeness. Sure. But it is what that very first text photo that Chelsea sent me was of. Because when I was in L.A., I went to a friend's recommended psychic in West Hollywood twice. And I'll tell the story on Patreon, but I don't know if it's something I've fully recovered from still today. Yeah. And I, I chose not to choose that vendor for today's episode out of respect. Sure. And I also chose to never leave a review because it felt so unbalancing to me. Regardless, I, I do think there is a middle ground because I do think that everyone going wants the person to be correct. So there is a sense of waiting for that that aha epiphany moment of like, yes. Oh my, yes. Sure, sure. So when, when they miscalculate the age that I got married or yeah. the age of my daughter, like that 
starts to create a little bit of distance in your belief and trust. But then I also, even the word miscalculated, that once again makes me curious about numerology because it, but then you also would expect there wouldn't be like an error. I mean, if I'm going to you as an expert, like I don't want there to be a a little error, you know? I guess, but I don't really think that that's included in in the numerology. And I know something that, that is told to me a lot by psychics, which I, which I do know to be true or feel is, is true, that they don't always get time frames exactly right. They just don't like, uh, and again, I'm not trying to sound like, like I'm somebody that's drank the Kool-Aid. I really do believe that it's like, we could get into a whole conversation about how time is relative and all of these things and go down the rabbit hole and watch Russian doll. But like, you know, <laughs> there time exists in a lot of different ways. And right. most of the time, the psychics that I will go to will say things like, I have a feeling it's going to be in the next X number of years, like somewhere between this and this. Like it's it doesn't tend to be an exact science. So I think with numerology, you're giving them the numbers and then they're using your numbers to break down a reading for you. So it's not as much about picking a number out of thin air as it is about reading the numbers. But I also don't know enough about the, you know, specific numerology reading. Well, as far as like the spelling and grammar from Lorraine, I do find it to be relatively perfect. I think they definitely did do a spell check on this. The, the truthfulness. I mean, I believe that, do I think that Lorraine's being shady? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Lorraine is seeking something in life, which brought them to Austin And I think that they, it's interesting, we've pointed out already, Lorraine labels the ex-husband as a resentful narcissist. And both of those descriptors seem to be like prevalent in Lorraine in in this review. I know, that was why I was like, oof. Like, is Lorraine one of the people that's calling everybody else a narcissist when she is? I I hate to assign that to her because I don't think I know enough about Lorraine to make that kind of a call, but I did clock that too. Probably in Lorraine's view, this is a truthful assessment, but I'm starting to like, it doesn't leave me with an impression of Austin's ability, except for these little errors about like age and of the daughter and the age when Lorraine was married. But it does sort of make me think that there might have been something going on energetically with Lorraine, which is very interesting because it doesn't have that big of a impact for me for Austin's ability. And I, I the humor level for me on this is like the huge resistance to the color yellow. Sure. Yeah, it's funny. It's like very funny to it's me. It's incidentally funny. Yes. Yes. But I don't, it, it isn't seeping with humor to me. I don't know. What do you think? I didn't really find it very funny. No. Um, I think the last thing I want to bring up before we crown it is a little bit of the text exchange. Yeah. Okay. Do we feel like it's fair for Lorraine to ask for a discount, number one? And then do we feel like it's fair for Austin to want to have a phone call? I think it's fair for Austin to want a phone call, and I don't think it's fair to want a refund. I think it's fair to want the refund. I don't think it's fair to... I mean, it's fair to ask. Of course, it's fair to ask. I don't think it's warranted. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the phone call makes sense because if you just allowed anybody to text you and not have to like actually pick up the phone and call you and say, I didn't like the reading you gave me or give me a chance to correct something that went wrong. If you're just going to text me, give me my money back. I think that's a slippery slope. And I, I understand why Austin wouldn't want to do that. Like, I think, yeah, let's get Lorraine on the phone and let her tell me how she felt as opposed to just writing a bad review or, I don't know. What is the exchange here? Because everyone wants to provide better service. And so if you are requesting money back, what can I do better in the future? Right. I think that's a fair exchange to say, you got these two things wrong. And like, I don't even like the color yellow. And I felt like you were leading me in a way that felt inauthentic. And it felt like it was a waste of my money. Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting because obviously Lorraine has the guts to write a review and put this out there for the world to see, but maybe not the guts to pick up the phone and just give him, give Austin a call. But I think we have enough information to crown. What do you think? Yeah, I guess I do too. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. 
The queens are tabulating. Um, are you ready? Let's do it. Total score. Oh, you can't see it because it's It's green. green. Uh, The green's green. Okay, that sucks. I'm holding up two crowns. Trey is holding up three crowns. Why'd you do two? I did too because I just don't really trust Lorraine. I'm sorry, Lorraine, but I don't think I trust your assessment of the situation. I don't think it was so unreasonable for Austin to ask for a phone call before getting a refund. I don't think anything so egregious was done and it seemed like you were very closed off and not willing to even experiment with maybe some of the things that were told to you in this Mm. reading. So for that reason, I'm giving you two crowns, mostly for spelling, I guess, and also your character. I know who you are. I I tend to give points for that. So that's it. So two crowns for that. And then the rest of them I took off because, eh, how about you, Trey? Why did you do three crowns? Well, I was between two and a half and three, but I ultimately went with three because it does ultimately land as middle of the road to me Mm -hmm. because it wasn't outrageously humorous. I I can't decipher if this is a common experience or a fluke experience. Right, exactly. But it does occur to me the instances where the numerology wasn't an exact correct age guesstimate is sort of like that sort of like lands with me but overall the impact is muddied because I I don't think that Lorraine was as open to the experience as perhaps would have created some real insight here and it wouldn't stop me from seeing Austin I think it would actually shape my intentionality for getting a numerology reading which is right. why I gave it the extra half crown to make it three. Yeah, or maybe questions you would ask up front in terms of like expectations. Exactly. So yeah. that's why I went with three. Love it. Oh my gosh, Great Lorraine. Uh, I Lorraine. hope Lorraine gets some better answers in life. Yeah, I hope you got what you're interested in. Maybe you should wear blue, Lorraine. How does blue feel? Does blue feel good? I feel I like the maybe. aura is blue. Yeah, I'm feeling blue for you, Lorraine. Mm. All right. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear an entirely different side of the story. Oh, yes, we are. Love it. All right. BRB. BRB. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Chelsea and I are so excited to share this exclusive Review Queen offer from SuperChewer.com. Now, from the makers of BarkBox, SuperChewer is a monthly subscription-based service for those dogs that need tougher and more durable toys. Every month, you and your pup will receive a box right to your front door that is loaded with two tough toys, two meaty chews, and two full-size bags of treats that are customizable for allergy and diet preferences. Super Chewer is offering listeners of Review That Review one extra month free when you use our link, superchewer.com slash queen. Sign up right now at superchewer.com slash queen. One star zinger time. Chelsea, you better get ready because we about to strap in and take a little spin on the merry-go-round. Oh my goodness. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Here's the deal. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl Streep, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. All right, Chels, what have you got for us today? A little bit of, like, Nancy Drew realness from Nancy G. Um, Nancy G has written a one-star review of the Psychic Eye Bookshop on Ventura Boulevard (laughs) in Sherman Oaks, which admittedly I go to pretty regularly. They have good Mm. prices on crystals and stuff. So I I go to the Psychic Eye, but now I'm super curious because Nancy G says, horrible place. I've been seeing on Facebook what happened to that girl and her daughter. 
What? What happened to that girl and her daughter? I didn't have enough time to Google it, but like maybe I'll do it as a Patreon bonus if I figure out what it is. But like <gasps> Nancy G is a very Nancy Drew. Oh my God. All right. Isn't that crazy? Okay. And today you're gonna you're gonna be strapped in on an Egyptian pyramid. Ooh, spiky. Pointy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yes. Three, two. WWE. Horrible place I've been seeing on Facebook. What happened to that girl and her daughter? Yankee. (laughs) Horrible place I've been seeing on Facebook. What happened to that girl and her daughter? True crime documentary. Horrible place I've been seeing on Facebook. What happened to that girl and her daughter? Lifetime. Horrible place I've been seeing on Facebook. What happened to that girl and her daughter? (laughs) Pop star. Horrible place I've seen on Facebook. Oh, God, it's so hard. It's such a long one. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, you, you got five. I, gave, I did? Well, I That's gave you pop star because oh, you, you really committed. Oh, my God. I have to know what happened. I'm going to search as soon as we get out of here. Yeah, we got to follow up on that. I know. Hilarious. All right, Trey, tell us, is your one star zinger also on theme? I think it might be. Yeah, I was worried we were going to do the same one, but we didn't. So oh, okay, good. Today, I have a one star zinger from Amazon by Salman Rahman. Do you do you usually pronounce, pronounce the L in salmon? Well, wait, how do you spell salmon the food? S-A-L-M-O-N. Right. This is S-A-L-M-A-N. Mm, confusing. All Sal- right, Salmon, Sal- Salmon. Salmon R? Salmon? Salmon. But even right. Solomon is spelled M-O-N. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is Salmon. Okay. <laughs> Salmon R. I guess. I don't know. Okay, so this is Salmon okay. R's one-star review on Amazon.com for the Hasbro Brothers toy, the Ouija board. Ooh, that's a good one, Trey. I found a lot of reviews that I was like, oh, this could be an actual entry one day. So this is a zinger. Salmon okay. writes, the subject no, is... No, wait, let me... I have to tell you what you're strapped... Oh, no, yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> do you want to tell me? What are you strapping me in on? Tell I me mean, first. I'm stra- I want to strap you into, like, a whole tarot deck. Like, you Ooh. are the deck. I'm a card sharp. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry, so let me point. channel that, and I'm going to tell you... Yes. Salmon's one star review is okay. subject one star, and their review is now I have to move away. Use at own risk. Now <laughs> I have to move away. And eight people found this helpful. What did the Ouija board say to Salmon? Wow. See, we <sighs> both have mysteries today. It's true. Oh, that's true. All right. All right, right? I'm on my tarot deck. All right, get on your tarot deck, strap <sighs> in. Let's do this. Okay, I'm ready. And go. Three, two, one, go! Okay, musical theater. Now I have to move away. Use at your own risk. Southern. Now we gotta move away. Use at your own risk. Breaking news. Now I have to move away. Use at own risk. Adult film. Oh, now I have to move away. Use at your at own risk. Disney. Oh, now I have to move away. Move at own risk. Televangelist. I'm gonna move away at own risk. That's all. all right, I'm gonna give that to you because you gave me Popstar. You crack me up every single time. It's hard for me to pull cards because I'm always laughing. Mm. All right. I think you won, Trey. Let's just make sure. Yes, Trey, you won with six. Good job, Queen. Queening at this game. Oh, thank you. It's just an honor to be nominated. Yes. Review that review. All right. We are back from that. Should I say it? Rousing game break. (laughs) I like intentionally don't write the word rousing. I know. And I have to say it. Oh. It was rousing. I was excited. All I right. Was too. We're we are back from that game break. It was super fun. <laughs> and it is my turn now. I would to... call that game break rousing. I would call that rousing. I'm very roused. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, we're just full of giggles all the time. We're gonna hear the other side of the story. And oh it is quite a laid out story. So so buckle in. Crystal P has a totally different opinion of uh, astrology by Austin. Okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. 
Okay. I had a reading with Austin a week ago. I had checked out his website and liked that he was a young man that stood out among other stereotyped astrologists. I wasn't looking for a psychic, just wanted a true, genuine reading of what the new year would be bringing me. Reading a general daily or yearly horoscope prediction that is supposed to be accurate for every single person that just so happens to be my sign is just bull. There's always so much more to you than what your sun sign is. Your moon sign plays a very big part in your personality and is based on the time and place you were born. I knew it would be worth the time to find someone like Austin that could just tell me what was possibly coming my way based on my own personal reading on all of the above. Austin arranged for us to meet at a small quaint coffee shop in Santa Monica. My initial thought of seeing him for the first time was relaxed. There's this comfortableness about him that is instant. Plus, he's extremely easy on the eyes. Pictures do not do him the justice he deserves. And that's always a bonus. <laughs> Yet trust me on this. There is no arrogance about him. He comes across very relaxed, even humbled, kind, gentle, and caring. He had my chart ready and got right down to business. It wasn't all good. Told me of a particular month that was pretty much going to be extremely tough. Didn't say why, and I don't need to know why. But how cool is it to know rough waters are coming at this particular time? So buckle down and be strong. Kind of nice to know if you ask me. And, and I appreciate the heads up. Also, let me know that another month will be the beginning of great things career and money-wise. Of course, he also went into detail about my personality and how to get the most out of who I am with how all the stars and planets are aligned this year. Gave me printed out detail sheets with handwritten notes on the side that we discussed at length. He nailed my personality without knowing me at all. Overall, I felt enlightened and almost didn't feel like I needed or even wanted the tarot reading I had also requested just for the fun of it. Wow. But boy, am I glad I did that as well. Another unexpected reading. What's cool about Austin is you don't feel you're with some person who is so full of themselves with this pompous attitude of knowing the future. Mm -hmm. He's definitely confident and speaks with a voice of authority, but it comes across in the most gentle, relaxed, almost matter of fact way. Obviously, I will know in about six months how all this truly materializes. And believe me, I will be back on here with an update. I highly recommend him to anyone who is interested in a solid reading of whatever you're searching for. I did not do the numerology, and I'm seriously considering it. All right. Oh, intriguing little <laughs> sign off there. I know. Um, so there was not an update as of Ugh, yet. I was going to ask. And when I know. And this was written in 2014. So you'd uh think that there would be an update. And they said they will be back. Crystal was not honest with her commitment. Ugh, I feel gypped. Although Crystal owes me nothing. She doesn't. But I was... she definitely had a lot to say about Austin. And I think she's got a little crush. Okay, wait. Because I totally went on that roller coaster ride. Yeah. I, I wrote down crystals horned up over Austin. I know. But then I really felt very strongly that at the end... Mm -hmm. Crystal was saying like Austin's demeanor isn't pompous or like cocky. Right. It's just like a quiet confidence. That's matter of fact. It honestly, by the end of the review, I was like, oh, she's not horned up over him. Crystal was really taken, but that's yeah. less fun. I think Crystal wanted to, I like, think she was, I wanted think that magic did. stick. She said he looked better. I, it felt like a hinge date. A date. Yeah, yeah, like it felt like a whole thing felt like a hinge date to me, like as if they matched and then they met at this coffee shop. And oh, my God, he's even better looking than his pictures. You know, I wrote down like, I think this is actually an insult. But Crystal says, my first thought, relaxed. I'm like, that's not like <laughs> that's your, not first, a thought. your first I know. thought of me is that like that actually oh was really God. funny to me. Yeah, I agree. 
Also super shocked that they met at a coffee shop. I thought that this would have to take place like in a velvet curtained room with a crystal ball. Like I didn't think you would do this where people are like, espresso, (laughs) coffee for Michael. Yeah, I was surprised about that too. Yeah, all this is going down publicly in a coffee shop while Crystal's looking Austin up and down. Do you think that Austin bought the drinks or do you think they each bought their own drinks in this case i would think crystal would buy the drinks for austin i don't know yeah i really love the fact that austin came total opposite spectrum here austin was thoroughly prepared with printouts to take home i thought that was so generous and awesome i thought it was really interesting that crystal didn't do the numerology i was glad that she said that in the end because we just had the experience of the numerology and it made me think maybe numerology isn't Austin's specialty like maybe I wonder if there are other reviewers that had a positive numerology experience because this person had two different services I mean in my very minimal understanding of mysticism Mm -hmm. I I know that like one size does not fit all people really are skilled at individual things and I believe that astrology really is very mathematical, very scientific. It, there is an art to deciphering and understanding what is there right. and what is prescribed based on the alignment of planets and stars. Right. Yeah. I really am having an impact that Austin really is incredible at this. I think so. Although it's what? so hard because I, I just feel like we're... Maybe it's a review and we didn't really want to get into the specificities of it. And maybe there was something in the actual reading that felt very specific. But there was a part of this review that felt like something tough is going to happen for you in two months. Or I don't know, like that there were these generalized statements. That's a good point. Also, this is going to be a good month for money for you. Like that seems very generic. Yeah, like any of that, a fortune cookie could tell you just as much. But maybe there was something specific to Crystal and Crystal didn't want to get into it in the review. Well, that is sort of maybe an interesting tell that Crystal does not give an update. Because I think that if something truly remarkable, like if something, it makes me think that Crystal eventually sort of like forgot about the reading and it wasn't like nothing was like outrageously confirmed like if she won the lottery after he was like you're gonna have this windfall then she would come back and be like oh my god he said i was gonna have a windfall and now i won the lottery which he didn't necessarily say true but the overall impression do you think it goes beyond attraction do you think that crystal was just so taken with austin that they were like i'm leaving this five-star review because they were like oh that Oh, Austin. Oh, better than the pictures. Let me like give him the five star. Or do you think I do? I think I wonder if Crystal's a little bit of a cougar because she kept talking about how Austin was like young. A young guy, right. Like a young guy and And they intentionally picked Austin for being male. For right. And be for being not like stereotypical the type and the style that they were because yeah, that that like was what brought them in. I don't know. I definitely think that there's a crush. There's definitely a crush. Yeah. And being told there like I picked up on the language at the end too about like, you know, the confident confident uh, like authority telling me what is so right. Yes. Also, yeah. I wrote down with an asterisk like the other end of the spectrum from the one star is like Austin was like incredibly prepared for this. They printed out the chart. They printed out the slips and paper to take home. I also really just love the verbiage of like the astrology can help you get the most out of who you are based on what is coming, which I just found like that to be very beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's sort of what I was getting at before when we were breaking down the one star review is like it is really What are you going to take from this information based on where you are in your life right now? Right. But I think sometimes people have false expectations of these interactions and they don't realize that it's partially them. Like it's they give you this information and even a great psychic that gives you information. That's all it is. They can just give you the information and then it's your decision what you want to do with it. Correct. All right. What is crystal spelling and grammar like? Very good. Okay. To great, I would say. Do you think this is... See, now I'm confused. I wonder if this is more common or if the one star is more common. But then again, these were different readings. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, the only thing I'm I'm like, 
like can i if i was reading through reviews Mm -hmm. based on crystal's review would i say oh gotta go see austin or would i be like maybe she has a crush on him and like i should keep reading i think i would have to i don't think i would be able to be full stop after just reading crystal's review I mean, I do think the statement of like, I didn't even need the tarot card that I bought as well to like for fun because I felt like right. this was so impactful. That's a huge statement to me. Yeah, that's true. I think I could crown this. Um, I think I can crown too. I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> I wonder what the coffee shop was. I know. The queens are tabulating. Mm. I'm so <laughs> torn. I know. Total score. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I'm holding up two and a half crowns, and Trey is holding up three crowns. All right, Trey, I almost gave three crowns as well. I was very torn. Tell us why you gave three crowns. I almost did three and a half. I think the large. I did three. The largest impact here is like, I might want to wear cologne and like look nice because <laughs> I think I'm gonna be like bowled very over Austin. <laughs> by Austin's looks. Yeah. You know, I I do think that like you were saying, I would need to continue reading reviews if I was really on the fence for Austin. Yeah. But the impact here for me is I think Austin is going to really provide a lot of information from my chart if I'm getting an astrology chart reading. But it's middle of the road to me because it doesn't ultimately other than the way Austin looks. But then I don't know. I don't know that I would want this reading done in a coffee shop. I, I, right. I think I would want a little bit more That's energy, like focus, but uh, it, it wasn't humorous. And like, I don't know if Crystal is just like thinking from their <laughs> sex organs. So for I that mean. reason, it's sort of middle of the road. My overall, I'm overall left with a positive feeling mm-hmm. for Austin, but I'm not sure if I can trust the messenger. Why did you do two and a half? I also agreed. I thought it was middle of the road. So I took I, I just went straight down the middle. I agree. I thought it was helpful to know that we might be meeting in a coffee shop because I definitely think that that would impact whether or not I move forward. So that is good information for me to know. There weren't that many specifics. Like, I don't even think you need to get into the specifics. If it was such an amazing reading, you could have just said there were things that that Austin said that were so spot on or whatever, you know, just something based on reading it. I was like, oof, that feels very very overall not like specific advice and I I was just not that pleased with Crystal overall in the sense of like I said I'm gonna need to read more reviews it's interesting because like we were talking about wanting proof yeah and it's sort of like you can satiate that in the reviews maybe rather than like hoarding that over the actual conduit person But yes, if I'm reading a lot of five stars, like I do want examples. I want to know like they knew this deep, dark secret or they, you know, were able to confirm they were speaking with my past loved one because they said this thing. Like I do want concrete evidence. (laughs) Yeah. And I just didn't feel like there was any concrete evidence. It was all very general. So I I other than Austin's looks. Other than Austin's looks, which I got to say, give Crystal a little bit of props for being so honest about her crush right here in front of everybody on the world wide web i mean get it crystal all right what do we think overall about austin now that we've read both i don't know like do we feel like we we would we could make an official crowning of austin the psychic based on these two reviews i don't know i think honestly like because my belief is that astrology is very mathematical you just Mm -hmm. need a good interpreter i think i would feel confident in going to austin for that Okay. I don't know that I don't know anything about numerology, so I wouldn't choose so that. So there, I can't really neither that here there there. But the tarot, I'm I'm curious. I want to know more about that too. I think yeah. I'd be intrigued to go. I don't think that anything. It's not like dropping the wedding cake. Like I feel like right. I would be like sure. Like why not? Like why not? What do you? Feel? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel similar. Like, I don't think I've heard anything in either one of these reviews that makes me feel like he's a bad person or he's bad at what he does. Even the negative review, I'm like, "Uh, I'm not willing to to give you a full demerit based off of that one one star review. So because of that, I'm going to say like, "Uh, do I know? I don't really know, but I don't see any major red flags for Austin, Austin. If you hear this please reach out to us. We would love to have you on the show. 
I mean, if if you feel if your like nose is itching or your ears or whatever, isn't there something Burning. when somebody's talking about you? Yeah. Yeah. Austin knows. Austin. You're psychic and you knew we were going to do this before we even did it. So there you go. And now I'm interested. I want Austin to contact us. I hope that somewhere in the ether, Austin hears our call, 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 Austin. I would actually be really creeped out if he called in and left a voicemail. Anyway, we've reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you inducting, Trey, for... My Royal Highness. Okay, today I'm going to induct someone that is close to me, and that would be my brother-in-law, Evan Kimball. Okay. So something that my in-laws always say is that who you marry is so important. And I feel very fortunate that my sister married this person named Evan, who, well, he's he was raised on Long Island, oh. a Jew. Oh, hello. Met my sister because of being in South Carolina. Two Geralds married Jews. Oh, good fun I fact. I know. The goys, the taking <laughs> all the men. I know. So anyway, I, I really appreciate the relationship that I have with Evan. It's always been very easy and simple, no drama. And Evan has been such a supporter of this podcast was more than willing to leave us a review and listens every week when they are running so hi evan surprise hi evan i also thank you for listening right wow so nice also i just think that evan has been such a great dad to my two nephews and i am really grateful that he is in my family and as like a straight dude there can sometimes be like a little bit of an emotional barrier and I've never really felt that with Evan and I just really appreciate the way that he treats my sister and that he and I can be friends and that he is such a supporter on top of who he is is such a gift and I don't take that for granted and so this week I'm nominating you Evan for my royal highness Evan, you're so sweet for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. That's the sweetest. Isn't it? What a good brother-in-law. Now he needs to join the Patreon. Well, one thing at a time. Let's not push Evan, okay? All right. How about you, Chels? Who are you inducting today for my Royal Highness? I'm so happy that you asked. I don't know why I haven't done this sooner because it's like one of my favorite things. But today, I'm going to induct my robot vacuum as my Royal (laughs) Highness because, honey... I am putting her to work all the time, morning, noon, night. She makes my life so much easier. My carpets are cleaner. Sometimes Goldie needs a friend. You know, I can let her, I can let them chase one another. It's very good. You don't know you need, you think like "Mm, maybe I need a robo vacuum, but then you get one and you're like, what was I doing? Like, who am I? (laughs) What was life before robot vacuums? So I think we got to give props. You have a robot vacuum, Trey. We have the same one, I think. We have the same yeah. one. And it's great. And it's not the famous brand. No, it's, it's not version. the famous brand. It's not. It was. It's the affordable option, don't you think? Makes your life easier. I, I can't contribute to the conversation because Winnie hates it. So I can't <gasps> contribute. So um, I want to let you. Well, if you didn't. Okay. Well, if you didn't have Winnie who hated <laughs> your robot vacuum, then it would have changed your life because... My floors have never been cleaner and it's just, it's like, it's productive. Ugh, love it. Thank you. Thank you to my robot vacuum, Rosie, the robot vacuum, but to all the robot vacuums out there, you are my Royal Highness. So deserving. Love it. <sighs> all right. Well, we did it, my queen. That is another entry closer to sleuthing out the ultimate truth of life. I mean, there's a lot for us to dig through, you guys. We're just two people, but we are making it work. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, the best best thing you could ever do for us would be to share that with a friend tell your friends that you love us if you love us and if you don't like what you heard if you don't love us just go ahead and tell an enemy just keep talking talk 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 (laughs) talk 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 we are very excited we are pulling the name from our exclusive mailing list raffle that winner will be announced at the top of next week's episode our special 25th 
episode, we do still want you to join the mailing list because we have more exciting raffles coming, including a chance to win a free psychic tarot reading from Goldie. From Goldie, the dog psychic. That's right. So join the mailing list. Then you can stay up to date with all the goings on in the queendom. You can also win exciting raffles that are exclusive only to mailing list people. You can do that by going to reviewthatreview.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll see it. Or you can just click that simple link that is in our show notes below. And don't forget, you guys, we want to hear from you. Hit up our voicemail box, 1-850-REVIEW-0. You can also follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm, if you don't remember, at Chelsea BD. And I'm at Trey Gerald. Become a member of the Royal Court when you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Duh. Do it. Yes, of course. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. Bye. Join Patreon so you can hear my horrifying psychic story. I'm about to tell it right now. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss.